listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 42. Uh, sorry, it's been a little bit long since the last episode. It seems to be a habit, uh, but I apologize for that, but I figured we'd try to get one more uh, one more episode in before the end of the year. There has been a ton of stuff happening uh, this year, and I, I'm sure as you know, I think the last episode that I did was uh, maybe a month or so after uh, WWDC, but we've had a lot of things happening um, in the community and also lots of new tips and resources and things that have come up. They may not be necessarily new to uh, to everybody, but they, some of these were new to me. And so I thought I'd share them with you uh, this the, on this episode. Yeah, so one of the uh, things that I wanted to share with you this, uh, this episode was a, a pretty awesome little tool or a set of tips that uh, were created by Dominic Hauser, and it's specifically for Xcode. And uh, his uh, product is called Xcode Tips. He has a, a blog, and uh, the website uh, that you'll find this, um, they're actually um, sort of hand-drawn, illustrated tips that uh, help you with Xcode. Uh, the most recent one, which was done on December 22nd, is Find Problematic Constraint. And it literally walks you through how to find uh, a troublesome constraint if you're using auto layout uh, with, with Xcode and how to how to find it in the view, de- view debugger. So, um, and there's a, a lot more, a lot more tips. And um, another thing that he has done, actually two more things. Uh, first of all, you can actually purchase the printed versions of the tips on Gumroad and you can get the the link from his site. The, the site URL is xcode.tips. So that hopefully that's really easy to remember because it's Xcode tips. Um, and then he has a, a link to buy those on Gumroad, and you can go and, and uh, purchase those. The other thing uh, is that he has actually created a Mac app for this as well. The uh, the app I'll I'll put a link for it in the show notes, but uh, it's Tips for Xcode by Dominic Hauser, and you can just search for that in the Mac App Store. I think if you just type in Xcode Tips, it'll take you right to it. I think that was the first hit that I got. And uh, again, it's these little illustrated tips for for Xcode, a great little tool, and uh, it's a nice way to help to maybe support another iOS developer uh, if you'd like to do that. Uh, next up, uh, we got another resource that I found very interesting, and uh, it's the Indie Apps Catalog. And I think this has been around for a while. I'm not quite sure. Um, but I thought I remember seeing this, and then it came up again somehow. Uh, it's by a developer by the name of, uh, well, I'll probably say this wrong, but I think it's Philippe Nemechek. And if I said that wrong, I totally you know apologize. Um, so anyway, I, I hope that's right. But at any rate, you can find this at IndieCatalog.app. And it is a collection of... Um, apps that are done by indie developers and you can actually sign up to register your own app there 
and it's this nice little catalog of apps that are developed by indie developers. Um, one thing that he does also that is was of interest to me, and I might maybe explore this a little bit more on a, on a future episode, is uh, he has a thing that he called Impress Kit, and it's actually a press kit for your, your iOS applications. And so you can, uh, it's, a, it's a little kit that you can, I think it's a subscription model. Um, and then it, it provides you with resources and so forth and little tools that, so that you can uh, pre- create your own press kit. So I thought that was kind of cool, uh, especially if you are an indie developer and you're, you're looking to build that. Maybe you're on the, the verge of releasing your product, re- releasing your app, and uh, it's a good idea to have a press kit. It's not something I've done yet and I would like to. Um, having a tool like that would be really handy. Um, and I, I think I saw another uh, thing recently on how to do it with uh, using Notion, which isn't my favorite uh, solution. It's not my favorite tool. But uh, if the you know the, the folks in the press like it, and then uh, more power to them. And uh, I'm happy to create whatever, uh, whatever they uh, find useful uh, for their for to do reviews and so forth. So we let's see, we've got the Xcode tips and we had the Indie Apps catalog. And uh, the other thing that was of interest recently, and it's kind of old news at this point, I think, but it was pretty huge. Uh, that is that the, the Ray Wenderlich company, um, I mean, this is, this is a site that I grew up on, so to speak, with iOS development. Um, I think some of the first tutorials that I ever did, I remember sitting in a coffee shop somewhere doing, um, I think it was SQLite, uh, some kind of tutorial with that on raywenderlich.com. It was the first time I've ever tried that. And, uh, and, and of course they ha- just grew and grew and now they're doing, um, other platforms. I mean, An- Android was added several years ago. Uh, and, and so it's just, it's just growing. And the other thing is that they, well, I guess the big news is that they've changed their name. And so it's no longer raywenderlich.com. It's now, um, Codico. I, I hope I'm spelling uh, pronouncing that right. It seems they 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 say it should be pronounced like Code Echo, I guess. So um, I don't know. When I look at it, I want to say Code Co, but I guess uh, it it'll stick eventually. Uh, they also have the pe- the podcast uh, too that that they do, and that's always fun to listen to. And even that's branching out into other platforms as well. It's not sticking s- solely to iOS. Uh, so if that's interest to you, yeah, you can uh, check that out. Then the, um, the URL is kodeco.com. So Codeco. Yeah. So, um, all right. If, so if you're used to saying Ray Wenderlich, now you have to switch to saying Codeco. Uh, so that is, that's that. So new, uh, new, new name for them, uh, for, uh, an awesome resource and, uh, yeah. So that's that's that for the uh, for the education uh, tip of the week. Well, I, I hope you're enjoying the content here on iOS Dev Break. I just wanted to take a brief moment and ask you if you would leave um, if you if you are enjoying it, leave a positive review and a, a positive rating uh, on your your favorite uh, podcast app, and uh, whether that's podcasts for for iOS or, or uh, Overcast, or if you have other other systems that you use for that, if you could just take a moment and leave a nice review, I would appreciate it. Thank you for supporting iOS DevBreak. 
Okay, the uh, next thing that uh, I thought we could talk about is this thing that's happening with Twitter and Mastodon and the whole, I, I don't necessarily, I don't think any, I don't, no one wants to hear me talk about Elon Musk. I don't, I don't really have anything much to say about it, uh, about him, um, other than uh, I just, the whole thing with Twitter just kind of uh, didn't sit well with me. And so um, I actually, I set up my own Mastodon account years ago. I think it was like 2016 when it kind of first started, but uh, Mastodon never caught on at that time. And uh, lately with the craziness that's been happening on Twitter, it's just it's been a little unsettling. So I decided to go ahead and go mostly Mastodon and uh, I'm pretty glad I did. And um, I'm hoping that other iOS developers in the community will uh, also um, uh, follow suit as it were, and they'll, uh, they'll head on over to Mastodon. And um, here's, here's, a couple of things that are great about it. First of all, um, there's no ads. And I know, I know, if you're using TweetBot or one of these th third-party uh, Twitter applications, which is totally fine, you don't get ads. I, I get it. Um, but I, I kind of like the um, the user interface and the, the actual Twitter app. So, uh, and I felt there were things that were odd in most other third-party um, applications and uh, so I just kind of stuck with the main Twitter app. But one thing I didn't like was the fact that it uh, served up ads. And um, the other thing, too, is that there's no algorithm that's shoving content in your face that uh, you don't particularly want or expect. And um, so you really only get the the people that you follow, the hashtags that you follow. So it's much simpler. And um, in some way, it's a little calmer. And right now, we're also having a fresh start. So uh, I went ahead and I joined the... Um, well, I, I had started on Mastodon.social, and, and then I jumped over to iOSdev.space uh, just so I could be in a community of iOS developers. And, uh, and you, you, what's neat about it, too, is that when you join uh, there, you can also support the maintainer um, of the, the instance using, uh, it's either, I think it's co pronounced coffee or Kofi. It's K O dash F I. So, um, uh, however you pronounce it, um, yeah, that's, that's the system they're using and you can actually sign up to, uh, you know, uh, either do a one-time donation or you can donate, uh, over time. And it, with this, uh, model of having various instances of Mastodon, it really makes sense to support whichever one you're on if you're not running your own. I mean, obviously, if you're running your own, you'll be supporting that because you're paying for it. But um, if someone else is doing it for you, like in this case, it's been set up uh, for I this iOS dev space um, instance for Mastodon, uh, it, it makes sense to help out with that because I'm sure it's not super cheap to, uh, to do that. Um, so that's, that's one difference from Twitter. Twitter is a free service and that's why they give you the ads, right? And that's why they give you the algorithm so that they'll, and so that you'll stay engaged and that you'll also, uh, ultimately use the ads so that they can, uh, they can make money off of it. So, um, for now, I mean, I don't know, maybe if Google gets into the Mastodon and activity pub, uh, way of doing things, who knows, they'll probably find a way to monetize it with ads. But right now it's kind of nice that you don't have to have to, to deal with that if you, if you don't want to. So if you would like to follow me, uh, on Mastodon, my address is, uh, at Evan K Stone at iosdev.space. 
So uh, I'll leave that in the show notes, and I'll leave a little, you know, a little link to uh, to my uh, account so you can you can follow uh, if you want to. There, I haven't created one for the podcast yet. I don't know if I'm going to. Uh, but I have created one for Swift Remote Studio, so um, I just have the two right now, and I um, and I guess oh I do have another one for my music projects, but I'm not using it too much uh, yet. So uh, hope, hopefully I will see you there, and uh, so yeah, I look forward to seeing you on Mastodon. Hey, I'd like to take a brief moment and share with you some good news. Um, a while back, I had announced on various channels that uh, Swift Remote Studio had basically been um, shut down, but uh, I just wanted to mention that it's actually alive and kicking. Uh, it's changed radically uh, since since uh, we last talked. Um, before, I had originally meant it to, who knows, someday we may get to a point where it can be a paid service. But uh, that clearly wasn't working, uh, so I went ahead and uh, decided to sort of reinvent it. And so now Swift Remote Studio is a free service that uh, people, it's a free community that people can join. Uh, it's basically composed of a Slack channel and a um, the Remotion service that we're using. And uh, Remotion is basically uh, a little app. It looks like almost like the, the dock in macOS, except in this case, it sits usually on the side of your screen and it uh, has a sort of a, a list in the dock of uh, other folks who you have uh, maybe favorited or, and who are online. Uh, and, and it basically what it does is it shows who is available to, uh, to interact with. Um, we also have, I think three or four different rooms set up, um, so that you can go hang out in, uh, in Remotion. And, uh, there's, so we have the, the Cafe Swift where there's a, uh, developer discussions, and there's also sort of a developer workroom. And the whole idea behind this is that it is still a co-working service or co-working community for iOS and Swift and Mac developers. Um, but without the heavy handed, Ness of uh, Circle, which I was using before, and Circle was very expensive, and I I really couldn't continue to use that, so um, so I went ahead and redid it with uh, just using Slack and just using Remotion, and uh, and and if you want to sign up, you can go to SwiftRemoteStudio.com, and there's a little form there that you can um, enter your information, um, your name and uh, email address. And uh, I'm currently using MailerLite as the sort of the vehicle that drives this. So you enter your information there and it gets sent off on little, uh, you know, automation magic happens. And you should end up with an email that has a link to the Slack and also to Remotion. And so uh, once you have those, then you can go ahead and sign up and um, then you can you can either choose you can use either one you could hang out on slack or you could use remotion or one or the other so it doesn't really matter um the thing is that it's it ha actually has grown uh at the peak before before it all cratered and fell apart uh, i think i had about 41 members and the nice thing is that um it's kind of crept back up so now we're back into the mid 30s i believe 
So, uh, and that's just through organic growth, word of mouth, people finding out about it. I haven't really advertised it or anything, um, but it's nice to have other folks. And we're, uh, this is the, the, I guess the real attraction is the two events that we have each week. And I'd like to grow it uh, to do more um, if we have the time. But uh, the first one is our Wednesday coffee meetup. And that is at 8.30 a.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. I know that may conflict with some other coffee meetups that are happening, and so I apologize for that, but um, this ended up just kind of being the best time for the multiple time zones that we have. That We have, I mean, we have folks in Europe, Africa, uh, United States, Canada, kind of all over. So it's been uh, really nice to be able to, to chat and, and share tips, uh, share uh, experiences for in our iOS development uh, journeys. And so it's been a really good, um, good experience so far. And the other thing that we're doing is on Fridays, if you are an iOS developer and you want to have a little bit of accountability, uh, for the work that you're doing, then come to our iOS Developer Goals Friday meeting. And the idea behind this is that uh, on on Friday, uh, and this is Pacific time, and right now the time slot is 1.30 p.m., but I think we may have to change that uh, also. Um, but for right now, 1.30 p.m. Uh, at Pacific and uh so what we do is we all meet together and we kind of answer just a few questions like uh, what did we, what was our, our goals that we set last week for this week? And then what did we accomplish of those goals? And then also what, uh, what do you want to accomplish for the next week? And so um, those three questions just get us enough to it, enough accountability so that you can keep track of it right now you have to do it all yourself keep track of it on your you know use trello or notes or whatever you need to use um whatever tool of choice you 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 like to use um but then uh once you have that then the next week the the real trick is to show up (laughs) show up for the next week show up and uh tell everyone what you accomplished last week what you hope to accomplish next week. And so, uh, and it's been a pretty effective process. Um, it's almost a similar format to like a, a mastermind. That, that, that I, I, my goal in creating this was mastermind light. And, uh, so far we've only had a handful of people show up, uh, for each, uh, each Friday. Um, but, uh, I, I get the sense that it will grow. And especially if we open up one for Europe, then that will, uh, you know, another time slot that's more convenient for people in European time zones, then it might be a little bit easier for folks uh, over there. So um, so anyway, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and like I said, if you want to check out and check it out and learn more about it, then go to swiftremotestudio.com. Uh, hope to see you there. Okay, I see that we're actually a little over time, which is fine. I wanted to go a little longer this time, but I'm just really glad that I was able to get this uh, this episode recorded by the end of the year, and I hope to make this a little bit better habit uh, going forward. So we'll we'll see how it goes, um, and I hope that uh, the next year works out well for everyone. Uh, this year has been a little crazy with uh, the pandemic still going on and. Uh, So I hope everyone is able to uh, stay healthy and stay safe. 
And until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side on iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there, so we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iosdevbreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iosdevbreak, and there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. Thank you again for listening to iOS Dev Break, and until next week, we will catch you on the flip side iOS Dev Break is a production of Interactive Logic. Thank you.